You're listening to the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. We teach home-based business owners how to leverage technology to grow their business using the power of the internet and social media. And now your host, Techie Tony. Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode of the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. My name is Techie Tony, and I am your host. For those of you that do not know who I am, I show home-based business owners how to leverage technology to grow their business using the power of the internet and social media. We are back with another exciting guest. This is going to be for all you marketing gurus out there. His name is David Berger. Um, I've had a chance to connect with him. He's a super nice guy, really knows his marketing. They take care of everything you can possibly imagine, including podcast editing. So everybody, welcome David to the podcast. David, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Awesome, David. How are you today? I'm doing good. Awesome, man. So let's just dig right in. I'm excited to talk to you. Can you start by telling me a little bit about yourself? Well, I started my business uh, 27 years ago. Uh, I started it because I wanted to try and uh, make sure that I connected to the clients I was working with, uh, that we had a um, had a personal connection and didn't just leave them going through the motions. Uh, a lot of the agencies tend to... Uh, pass you along from one person to the next to the next, and it doesn't always work so well. So I wanted to make sure that I really worked with my clients to help them and move them forward. 27 years, David. That's a long time to be in business, my friend. That is a Yes, long it time. is. <laughs> Probably been a journey, huh? Yes. Gone through a lot of twists and turns, but uh, my family uh, was entrepreneurs too. So I watched both my mom and my dad starting uh run businesses of their own so i it's wasn't my first rodeo going through watching it <laughs> gotcha well i'm curious david where did you come up with the name envision by design uh that's a good question um it just kind of hit me i mean it, it encapsulated what i was trying to do um so when i think about design it's generally what I'm doing, which I joke with people about, is I'm a creative mind reader. I design what's in somebody else's head. <laughs> so in order to do that, though, I have to get that same picture in my head. So envision by design just sort of made sense to me. <laughs> it, it makes sense. It fits your business. I can see it. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of marketing companies out there that do what you do. Obviously, there is some competition. Yes. So why should we go with Envision by Design and not someone else? Uh, we give you personal attention. We concentrate on making you stand out. We concentrate on making sure your marketing message, as well as the design work and the look and feel of everything, comes together in one. We make sure that your uh, logo and your branding are solid across the board. And we make sure you have the right type of call to action so that people want to actually act on things now instead of waiting. David, I think a lot of people don't really understand what a call to action is. I see a lot of people do Facebook Lives and they don't give that customer the next step. Uh, can you elaborate on that, a little bit on that, how important right. it is on a website or a landing page? So, all right. So basically, a call to action is a reason for someone to act on something right then. So, I mean, when you, when you put things out there saying, well, we do this service and we do that service, it's great. People might want to have that service. 
But if you say, if you act now, we have some special deal for you, or we've, we're throwing in some service or something like that, it gives them an incentive to want to actually go and do it right then. Yes, absolutely. Good answer. I love it. I was taught that you can't expect your prospect to know what to do next. You got to tell them. You got to give yes. them a step. Yes, you do. Awesome. So why is a coherent brand important for your business? Um, if people have been out there going to different places, when you go into McDonald's, you know what to expect. <laughs> you understand exactly what McDonald's is about. If you walked into McDonald's one day and all of a sudden the colors in McDonald's were purple and green, you would be kind of freaked out like what in the world's going on? <laughs> if their brand all of a sudden became all pastels, that would look really weird too. <laughs> you get used to a brand look and feel and it matches what the company is. So Panera Bread, if Panera Bread all of a sudden went bright yellow and bright red with all their marketing, people would be freaked out by that too. Their colors are muted. They're more pastels. They're softer tones. So it's a, it's a way to get people to recognize who your brand is. And then knowing that brand allows you to add value to your business. So if you are looking possibly to sell your business in the future and you've built up a brand, you have a value. If you haven't built up a brand, then they're only selling you. <laughs> and that doesn't work after you leave the company. That makes sense. That's a good point. So David, let's, let's talk about logos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think a lot of people just go to freelogomaker.com. Why should we have David do it versus freelogomaker.com? Okay. Well, what they do is they're always looking, like a lot of people with stuff, looking for deals, looking for a cheap cost. You're free or 250 bucks and they're done and, you know, whatever else. Well, the people, first of all, the people who are doing that, they generally have this whole library of stuff they've thrown together in advance without ever talking to you which may not relate to what you actually need. They're just throwing ideas out. <laughs> they haven't done any research to make sure that what they've created doesn't look like something else that's already out there. <laughs> they haven't talked to you about what you really want your brand to be. And then they've created a logo for you, which may not be set up in the format that you can actually use to do anything. So it causes all kinds of problems. So you land up with, in some cases, one company I talked to, they went to one of these uh, inexpensive services. They paid $250 for a logo. They went to try and get a sign made. They didn't have a format of the logo that would allow them to enlarge it for the sign. So then they went back to that company. They're like, what's the deal? Well, it'll cost you an extra $500 to get that version of the logo. So they paid the $500 to get that version of the logo. Then two years later, they got sued by another company because the logo looked a lot like a logo that that company had been using for the last 10 years. And they had that logo trademarked. Well, they laid up having to spend close to $30,000 
to replace all the stuff they had done over those two years. So their cheap logo didn't end up being so cheap. Not so much. <laughs> if they worked with me, they would have paid one set cost for the logo. We would have done all that work for them. They wouldn't have had to worry about it, and they would have owned the logo and been fine. That was my next question. So if you create a logo, it's it's your businesses, right? There's no fees. There's no, it's all rolled It's in. a straight cost to design the logo and they approve it. We create all the different formats they need. I even help my clients because not all my clients remember exactly which format they need to send to what source. <laughs> so, you know, somebody will call me up, hey, you know, so-and-so is trying to print promotional products for me. Can you send them the right logo? and I'll email something over to somebody for them. But, you know, I give them all the formats so they have them, but sometimes they just need my help. <laughs> but it's not just logo design, right? It's more getting to know the business, getting to know the person, the, the, Absolutely. the feel. I need to, we have an intake form that they fill out that goes into all kinds of different things. Uh, I spend time talking to them about it as well. I do research. I mean, before I even start designing, there's generally anywhere from three to five hours worth of research, just trying to make sure that I'm, I've got concepts that come together. And I generally create anywhere from 30 to 50 different versions of logos before I come down to the three to four I'm going to show them that I really think are dynamite. Wow, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of versions to, to pick from. You really do your homework. Well, it, I need to put my work in to make sure they get what they need. Awesome, man. That's great. I love that. I love that answer. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways to obviously market your business digitally, especially in this time. And there's also a lot of ways to market traditionally. If I'm a new business owner or an existing business owner, do I need to use all of those ways? How would, how would I separate myself? No, you don't need to use all those ways. Uh, it's going to depend on the type of business and what you're trying to accomplish. So we talk to the client. We first start by where their focus is, where's their target audience. If they're dealing with elderly people, they probably don't need a lot of email marketing because they're not going to open up a lot of emails. <laughs> uh, but they might respond to a direct mail postcard campaign. So it just depends on who their tar target audience is. The goal in marketing is always to get to the target audience as quickly as possible. So you do not want to put things out there and hope it hits your target audience. You want to go directly to your target audience. And you got to know who that is before you even start. Exactly. You know, then, what you're going to do. And then you identify, okay, what are the ways you can reach that target audience? And once you identify that, then you know which methods to use in marketing uh, to get the message out. There's that uh, saying in, in digital marketing, if you're marketing to everyone, you're marketing to no one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And yep. uh, specific is terrific. I remember those two. Those are embeddable. <laughs> <laughs> so get clear on your market before you go jumping in. That's a big mistake a lot of business owners make. Well, the other thing is there are companies that have been around for years who think they know their target market and don't, or they're neglecting a major portion of who should be their target market because they haven't thought about it. 
the other thing is sometimes they've been around long enough doing business that their target market has changed. Yeah. And that's a big issue too. And they're still trying to market the same way they always have. It doesn't work that way. Times change. Yes, this is true. You got that right. Well, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about website design. We could go for hours on this topic. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of questions myself. How important is a website for your business? Well, in COVID times, extremely important. <laughs> uh, it's normally important as it is anyway, because it's the funnel of where most your digital marketing goes through. But in COVID times, with people not necessarily going into storefronts, it's extremely important just because if those companies want to still sell their products and services, they need to do it on their website. Mm -hmm. So yes, it is um, when it comes to normal times, you send social media to your website, you send email marketing to your website, uh, blogs go to your website or they're on your website. Um, all kinds of different avenues you send to your website and yeah. people are directed to reach you from there. Right. Now this is going to be a really broad question, David, but, and I know the answer, <laughs> but how much is a website? Is there any way to give like a price? Uh, yeah, there, there is no straightforward answer for that. Um, it, websites can range anywhere from a, uh, you know, $2,000 up to, $100,000. It just depends on what you really need, whether your site is a few pages, is a lot of pages, whether it has e-commerce on it, whether it has other functions on there too. Um, it, it really varies based on what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. And there's a lot more. I mean, that's just a whole conversation to be had in itself. Yes. Absolutely. So um, I'm just going to make a note, like if anybody, you know, wants a website, um, definitely talk to David because coming from a tech guy who knows how to build websites, there is a conversation, a very big one around website design, you know, picking the right theme, making sure it's secure, making sure it's Google friendly, mobile friendly, all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, websites are a thing you need it in this time. So don't be afraid to reach out to them and have a good detailed conversation about that. Why is content so important? Everyone talks about content is king. Yep. Content is important because it connects you to the products and services that, that uh, your company is offering. So the, your customers need to understand what's going on. If they don't click with what your message is, they're not going to buy your products or services. So I'm, I'm a designer. I've been designing for 30 years. I can make something look amazing. But if they don't like the content, <laughs> they're not going to buy it. <laughs> so they, uh, yeah, I mean, one example of how content can be bad is if you use too many technical terms that your clients don't understand. If you talk in all technical terms and don't relate it to your clients in a way that they're going to understand it, you're going to turn them off. And they're not going to contact you about things. They'll be like, okay, I don't understand what this is. And they will move on. So making sure you have that message. Today's world with COVID going on, you need to have an empathetic message. 
if you try and come at somebody with a hard sales approach, <laughs> you're going to turn them off immediately. You need yeah. to make sure they understand what everybody's going through and that you can help them. You yep. give them that message, they will be interested in listening to what you have to say. Content is king. You got to have it. Yep. And you do content creation, correct? We do content creation. We do catchphrases. We do calls to action. Uh, so everything from uh, writing content for websites, for blogs, for newsletters, marketing copy, uh, ads, flyers, you know, everything imaginable, brochures. Is there anything you don't do? <laughs> <laughs> there are things we don't do. Uh, we, we've built up, obviously, over 27 years. We've got a lot of partners we work with to try and take care of things where we look after it and we oversee it and do things. But not, never, you know, I mean, video production. We've done video with numerous different clients before. I have friends that run video production companies that we work with to get that done. For us to sit there and try and go out and shoot video and do all that when they're so good at it <laughs> makes no sense. I'd rather let them shoot that, contract with them to do exactly what we want, direct it, take care of all of it, write the script for it, and produce it exactly the way my client needs it with my client not having to worry about anything except talking to us and saying yes or no to what we're going through. All right, so you've built a website for me. I got a great logo. I got a great concept. It looks good. It's mobile friendly. It speaks to my audience. I got a call to action. Everything's there for a successful website. How in God's green earth do I stand out of the competition and drive traffic to this thing to make it to where you know people are taking action on my website? Well, number of different ways to do that. First of all, you have to find your uniqueness to your company. So we spend a lot of time talking to the companies and we find out uh, generally a lot of it's based on the people who run the company, how they're different than the other people that are out there trying to sell and promote the other companies. So where they give more of a personal touch, whether they do some specific service like uh, one company that that I deal with as a roofing company where they emphasize that they shoot video of looking at the roof because most clients don't want to climb on the roof. <laughs> so because of that, rather than just taking their word for the fact that there's damage here or that everything's okay, they can actually see video of what they did when they were up there. That's the way they stand out. That's the way they're different. So we emphasize that when we're talking. <laughs> um, my company actually has a little mascot. We got a little guy named Zagger that's off of our website. You can read a section called Meet Zagger, and it'll tell you all about Zagger and why Zagger is important and why it helps us stand out. Awesome. So just having a website is just simply not enough. You gotta, you gotta do, you gotta do your homework. You gotta talk to people. You gotta drive traffic. You gotta create content. It's almost yeah. like a full-time job within itself of the business. It can be, and we actually offer. You know, we do blog campaigns. We do email marketing campaigns that can push content and do things there. 
We also uh, can do updates to sites as well on a uh, on an hourly payment program. So we sell books of hours mm-hmm. uh, so that people can get changes made. We'll teach them how to do it themselves too. So if they don't want to do that, we will train them completely on how to update their website. Yeah, I, that's super helpful because yeah. fees alone for that can be really, really high depending on what needs to be done, of course. Yeah. So is it is it safe to say that you know, you got to kind of find out what works for you in terms of marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. And I can help guide that a lot. Um, I can show you, you know, big key of being in business this long is we've learned a lot <laughs> over the years. Yep. We, we know certain things that the client is not going to know right off the bat as to why something might not work that they may want to do. And we'll explain it to them. Okay. We'll have all kinds of other ideas that we think they should do, and we'll explain that to them too. The big key in marketing, the one simple thing you can take from this is if someone can't explain to you why to do something in marketing, don't do it. I need you to say that one more time. That was a big <laughs> light bulb. Yeah. If someone can't explain to you why to do something in marketing, don't do it. What a powerful, powerful message. That speaks to me. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times or mistakes I've made. Yeah, that's a powerful statement. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I hope people take advantage of it. You may want to mention that on the call. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot you do. There's a lot you offer. I'm assuming you offer some type of consultation before this even takes place, right? Yes. We, there- we do free marketing consultations. If we put together a marketing plan for somebody, that costs something. But we will sit with them and talk over what they have and find out about their company, and that won't cost anything. Awesome. So, David, do you prefer working with established businesses or startups? Like, what would be your... Um, well, established businesses are nice because they generally have a little bit more working capital to work, you know, to play with, to do things. But there's nothing like trying to work with somebody who's fresh on a new idea and really wants to get it off the ground. It's a lot of fun to be, you know, that creative to create that new logo, that new brand, and then see that company just go from just an idea into something that's thriving. Yeah. And then you see the website and you're like, yeah, that was me. (laughs) It was all me. Thank you. But unfortunately in this line of business, we're sort of behind the scenes. Right. I get it. I, you know, I don't mind that. I don't, it's not like I need to have my name plastered on everything or whatever, you know, that doesn't need to be the case, but yeah, sometimes it is kind of funny because uh, I've had, God, it's happened four or five times over the years where I've had somebody come to me and say, well, they're needing to get something done just like this. And they show me something I designed for somebody else. And they're like, can you do something like that? I'm like, well, actually I did that. (laughs) So I guess, yeah, I can do something like that. (laughs) Well, stories sell, right? So you get to be a part of that business's story from day one. Yes. And that, I think that's what's cool. I think that's the takeaway there because you get to, you get to do it all. Everything Uh from, hey, David, it's nice to meet you to here's your website. Have a great day. Thanks for doing business and everything in between that. And that's a lot. Oh, yeah. 
that's yeah. months of rapport building and relationship building and really getting to know someone. That's a lot of logins to work for us. Like it's a lot of work. <laughs> yes. yes. But you get that part of it. And that's cool. We like being able to connect to our clients. Uh, well, my goal when I started the business was not to be this, okay, you need this, this, and this. Okay, we'll get that done. We're done. I want you to be someone who's a resource for them for years to come. So we would work with them, develop, grow their business to the point where they really have a thriving business. David, when this episode's published, um, I'd like to add a couple of links to some websites that you've done, if you have a uh, sure. portfolio, yeah. if that's okay. Absolutely. Um, because your website really is, you know, it's important. You may not realize it, but it's important. Yeah. It really yes. is. Well, now that we've discussed how to make your business stand out, uh-huh. how, how do we get people to take action when we do that? <laughs> um, once you have the right type of message and everything else, you have to find some type of offer that you want to give them to get them interested to say, okay, let's talk now. Okay. So you look at what your business is and you, you determine, okay, where is something that either something you can give to them. That's just a a educational resource of some kind or some part of your services that really doesn't cost you much, anything that you can throw in with something or just something price-wise where it's like, okay, if you, you know, logo design, if you come in, in the next month, I'll do your logo at a discounted rate. You know, something like that, that gets them to say, all right, I want to do this now. Yeah, something that speaks to their, their problem, I guess is the word. That's a lot of it is, and that's where messaging can help too. Um, When I'm doing stuff, when it comes to talking to people with what type of messaging to put on even small things like business cards, Mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, have gotten to the point, which is good to have a second side to the business card and to have bulleted items on there doing with services. But a lot of times the better way to do that isn't to necessarily talk just names of the services, but talk about the reason they would come to them for those services. That's the key right there. The reason. Yes. Because like you said, you can get caught up in the mumbo jumbo technical jargon. Yeah. And uh, if someone sees like SEO, they're going to go, well, I don't know what that is, but I've heard of it and I heard it doesn't work. So I'm not going to buy that. And then it's an immediate turnoff. Well, it's, it's the difference between say a, a, a pet training place saying on the back of theirs, dog training if they say dog training that's one thing if they say you know training to stop the dog from chewing things you get a lot more people thinking about well god yeah my dog keeps tearing up my house chewing on everything maybe i should go see them right that makes sense (laughs) awesome so i mean you spent all this money on your business right the logos the design you got to be able to know your numbers in your business. If you don't know your numbers, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Right. So my question is, how do you know if your marketing is actually working? Okay. Well, you put different things in place to track it. So there's everything from Google Analytics doing your website to landing pages and CRM systems uh, to simple codes on direct mail pieces. And uh, there's 
these days there's even direct mail 2.0, which allows you to track through a portal online as to how your piece is doing too. They're tracking phone numbers. There are all kinds of different avenues and we've dealt with all of it. So we will make sure that you have a way to see what's going on. Uh, the other part of that obviously is you, you know, people fill out forms on your website and other places to contact you and you follow up and you get sales. If your sales all of a sudden jump after you start doing a marketing campaign in one area or another, obviously you know it's producing and it's getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah. David, how important is an email list in your business? Uh, a mail list in general, not only email, but physical mail list, uh, snail mail list is important as well. Just a database. It's really important to have something to, to try and send out to. Uh, you know, the, you can't reach those resources without having a list of some kind. Yeah. So I, I highly recommend actually getting a CRM system uh, that allows you to put in all your people and control it <laughs> so that you know what's going on and you have your list, you know, at least if you don't have a CRM, you at least have an email marketing platform that you've loaded a list into to send out emails. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping you got a CRM because the conversations you have, it's, it's impossible to keep track of all the... Right. Absolutely. Yes, Although, we have a CRM on our end. Well, David, this has been a very powerful conversation. I mean, marketing is so hard sometimes. And I think a lot of people overcomplicate it in terms of not knowing their audience and things of that nature. But it sounds yeah. like you can help them um, really not only nail that audience of who they're trying to speak to, but really getting the message clear for that audience. And I think that's the key. Yeah. Can, can I say one other thing here? Yeah. Um, Basically, when it comes to dealing with marketing, I know people tend to get overwhelmed. They're like, oh, God, there are all these things. What do I do? Um, the fact of the matter is what most people end up doing is they're like, well, let me get this in place, this in place, and then we'll talk to you. I'm just not ready yet. Mm -hmm. Well, it's smarter to actually sit down and talk to us. It's not going to cost you anything for the consultation. It'll help you clarify some of what you need to sort out. So if you keep doing it the other way, you're never going to actually move forward. <laughs> yep. If you sit down and you talk to us and you go through it, we'll give you a lot of information. You'll be in decent shape to understand, okay, well, this is what I think I want to do. And then you can come back to me and we can actually put those things in place. And I think that's really important for a startup. Like, don't yep. be afraid to write down your questions because if someone's going to give you a free consultation, take advantage of that. Get answers. Uh, I, I'm more than happy to help them understand that. Uh, and the other area beyond the marketing stuff and the design and everything else is I've been a business owner for 27 years. I have two parents. One, mo my mom uh, has been a business owner for over 40 years. And my dad was a business owner with two different companies for 15 years each. Uh, so, I mean, long history of owning businesses. So I understand a lot about how to run a business too. Yeah. And I can help them avoid a lot of mistakes. That you made and when you started, right? <laughs> that they made, that I made, that ever, you know, I mean, everyone's going to make mistakes. I can't tell you I'm going to keep you from making any mistakes. Right. Just not possible. 
right. but I can help you avoid most of the bigger ones. <laughs> right. And that's the key. If you're going to make mistakes, make sure it's something that doesn't kill the business. Yeah, because it just, they say, you know, it takes one person to transform your business, but one mistake to destroy your business. Absolutely. And that could be something as simple as just not knowing your audience. You may have spent, you know, five grand on a beautiful e-commerce website to take orders online and not know who your audience is. Yes, and that can be a major, major issue. Yeah, now you got this website with a shopping cart and no sales. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, I think it's very important that you do know who your target audience is. Um, yes, I is. do a lot of coaching and network marketing, and that's one of the things that people really struggle with. They don't know who their you know audience really is, and it's so important that you know who that is. Yep, absolutely. Because the more problems you solve, the more money you're going to make. Mm-hmm. We're in this to yep. make money, obviously, but... Also, also, make sure you're not neglecting a part of your audience that you didn't realize could, you know, I mean, reevaluate it all the time because you may find out there's some segment that's out there that could be a huge segment for you audience wise that you haven't addressed. Yeah. And you're leaving money on the table. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I wish I would have had you in my life about seven years ago. I remember when I started my computer repair business, I started and I had a storefront and I thought, okay, well, I got a, I got a talent. Everyone's got a computer. Everyone with a pulse is my market. (laughs) And I was so wrong, man, so, so wrong. As it turns out, after some homework and all the phone calls and watching things, senior citizens are my market. I never would have thought that they would be the people, but it makes sense because they're the ones that are challenged when it comes to technology. They're the ones that need help. Yep. And they don't have family members because they're impatient, you know? Yep. So for me, that's, you know, that was a learning lesson. I spent yep. a lot of money trying to figure that out. And when I did, I was like, oh my God. Really? Did I just really just waste all that money? I wish I would have talked to somebody. <laughs> yep. So, uh, you're, you're a handy guy to have around. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I try to be. Well, David, I will keep you in mind for future, um, you know, endeavors. Um, oh, one last question for you. I'm sorry. Sure. Who is your perfect referral partner? Who are you, like, who do you play well with? Uh, businesses that, uh, that are willing to invest in their marketing. I mean, it really... If, you, if you're looking at things, a lot of companies will sit there and say, okay, oh, we'll just do that in-house. The problem is when they try and do things in-house, they have the office manager who's now trying to be a designer and trying to take care of printing too and all this other stuff. And even though the boss talks to him and the office manager says, oh, that was no big deal. It didn't take me long to do. They struggle to, with it. It took them eight hours to put together this trifold brochure that doesn't look good and they can't get the print right because they're printing it in-house on their color laser. (laughs) And it's costing them actually a fortune to print out a hundred of them. (laughs) And instead, if they talk to me and use me, I can come up with something that makes a lot more sense. Maybe it's not a trifold brochure because that's not the best type of piece to use. Yeah, And the cost of printing lands up getting them a thousand instead of a hundred and it's a lot better quality print (laughs) and the content makes sense and it actually helps them and does something. So they always neglect hours. They forget about all this stuff. They say, okay, well, we can do it in house. It'll save us money. But they don't count out the amount of wasted hours they have from their team doing things they shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have to think about, 
okay, if they're doing that during that time, during the hours they should have been doing something else, then you've actually lost that time too. <laughs> it's almost like your business is a hobby and you're just going, okay, got to finish this to get to the next. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, you wouldn't try and, uh, try and build a house from scratch unless you know how to build a house. Yeah. <laughs> you, you wouldn't uh, um, try and put out, it, you know, if your house was completely in flames, you wouldn't try and put the whole thing out on your own. You'd call the fire department. <laughs> well, same type of thing. You're trying to do marketing and you need marketing pieces put together. Call a design firm. <laughs> yeah. Don't be afraid to reach out for help. I think it's yeah. the takeaway there. Yeah. Well, David, thank you so much for allowing Techie Tony Marketing to feature your business on the podcast. I'm so excited that I had a chance to talk to you about all of this because this is a very complex topic and there's a lot of pieces that make it turn. Yep. Yeah. No, I really appreciate this. I, I enjoyed the conversation. Yeah. I'm excited for uh, you and your business and the rest of 2020 and hopefully 2021 is an even better year for everyone. Yes. <laughs> 2020 has been a crazy year. Um, but guys, now is the time to really get your marketing strategy in place because, you know, 2021 is going to be a really big year and with COVID going on and really no vaccine in sight, um, you know, it's still going to be a digital world. So if your online presence is not there, you need to talk to David about making it there because you can have all of this fancy stuff that he's talking about. But if you don't know who your target market is and who your audience is, you're doing nothing. You're wasting your time spinning wheels and spending money that you don't have. So talk to David about marketing. Definitely worth your time, especially when it's a free consultation, right? Yes. David, also have a, have a plan too. Don't yes. try and do this piecemeal coming last minute fire of, hey, we need a brochure. Give me a brochure right away. Yeah. yeah. It's not an overnight thing, right? It's like, no, it's not. So talk to me before things get haywire, you open up again and everything's going nuts where you need all this marketing because you're going to lose business if you wait till then yep. to try and do the marketing, get it done now, be prepared. And then when everything opens, you're going like gangbusters. You've got it all going. Yeah. Because I'm one of those people that likes that. My girlfriend said, start a computer business. I was like, okay. And I was like, okay, I need a website, I need SEO, I need WordPress, I need this, I need that. <laughs> you know, and then we just kind of pieced it all together and it finally came together. But just asking for something and getting it the next day is not going to work. It's got to be put together. There has to be a plan. Yes. So, David, again, thank you for your time. I'm wishing you the best in the rest of 2020 and 21. You too. Um, we'll see you on the calls. And thank you again for your time. All right, you take care. All right, David, thanks for coming on.